Hello, friends of Essential Aromatica. It's been a while since it was just you and me and St. George's Soup and riffing about a topic that I'd like to share with you. So welcome to, uh, we're in January now, and it is a Thursday. And there's, um, of course, the soup I want to share with you. Um, and the topic of today is attunement. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But just as a little teaser, uh, today's soup was um, a kind of quote-unquote classic black bean soup. You know, nothing sexy, black bean, canned black beans, a mirepoix. I went heavy on the garlic and I even used garlic powder. And um, I did, I added some, of course, cumin, some oreg- oregano or oregano and some bay. And um, something I know, I know you know is important and something I, I know is really important is the freshest herbs we can find. It's vital for that flavor. And by fresh, I don't even mean freshly picked. The bay I used um, was pretty new from the store. Uh, I do have bay plants, but um, I'm not going to go to them because <laughs> it's cold right now. <laughs> and they wouldn't be lending. That would just be mean to pluck the leaves off the poor bay plants. But the bay I have is very fragrant and very green. It's like vibrant. And the oregano, I did use um, some pretty new you know, I'll call it canned oregano, but I had some fresh oregano from this windfall we had a few weeks back at St. George's. Um, It's a long story. I put up a little story up on Instagram, but we had a windfall from Barclays. The bank had an event had to be canceled. It was at Carnegie Hall. We happen to know someone that works at Carnegie Hall. She knows about us. And we got this amazing gourmet food and a lot of herbs So I took some of the oregano and I dried it on screens and I brought that in today for the soup. So it was really lovely. And I used just a little bit of oregano, a little cumin, and then I went heavy on the bay. And I don't know about you, but I've noticed many recipes often call for just one bay leaf. Like you're going to die or ruin your recipe if you add two or three bay leaves. And I find because bay is very fragrant, but I find it to be actually subtle, especially when you put it up to something like cumin and oregano, having a little extra bay in your your overall broth or stock or soup or stew can be beneficial depending on the flavor profile you're looking for. And bay is just wonderful. I mean, many of these aromatics help us digest food. They help especially digest fats. They help, you know, this um, saliva glands get going. I was going to say salvatory, but then I'm like, is that right? (laughs) I don't know. But um, these are, these aromatics, there's many reasons we cook with them. So yes, to help, really help just enhance digestion. And of course they are, many of them antimicrobial. So they'll just help us in that way. But um, it was really lovely. And I added a little vinegar in a pinch of sugar, which I've never used to do when I've started doing that because I know there's a, a, there is value in sweetness in life. And uh, we think sweet's bad, right? I was raised to think sweet is bad, but we know fruits and vegetables, fruits in moderation are very beneficial. And a little pinch of sweetness helps round out a flavor profile of um, any dish. But um, before I leave this topic, as I'm smelling my essential oil bottles of bay laurel, Loris Nobilis, 
as um, it's known, and oregano or oregano. So oregano, um, oreganum vulgare, the vulgar, <laughs> the common. And even when I'm smelling them, the oregano just oregano just takes over and there's this subtlety of the laurel. So when you're cooking with laurel, I encourage you to throw away those the ones that are like over a year old and add in a couple extra leaves in, you know, just for kick. But um, to round out this again, uh, I was told I was behind washing dishes and the soup was being served upstairs at the church's steps. That's what we're doing since COVID. Um, no indoor di- no indoor dining, unfortunately, but that's the way it goes. Uh, I was told I got many rave many. The soup had many compliments today, but one especially was that a gentleman was like, "This is better than I'd get in Cuba," and I thought, "Well, that's cool. You know, thanks. That's really great." But I'm not going to pat myself in the back. Part of cooking is sharing and tasting as you go and, and looking to work with to the best of our ability what's around us, some vibrancy, right? Some really foods, herbs, and spices that are really alive. And that note, alive, um, when I say that, that ties into the topic uh, I want to share with you about attunement. And it's a pretty large topic we can use towards anything. It's just a a really amazing life practice, but we talk about attunement a lot in herbalism and you can get into aromatherapy. And it's funny how this came up. Um, A few weeks ago, I was putting together a presentation to, to share with an audience and I was looking for these notes I had on attunement. I was looking all throughout my computer uh, and I couldn't find it. I was started to look through all my handwritten notes. I have all these notebooks from teaching and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. And I just have to share that when I was, this might be four years ago, I had a student that brought up attunement. His name was Juan. And uh, I remember he's mentioned this and then I was like, let's share more with the class. And we wrote it out and I'll share this in a second. But the other, just yesterday I was going through my, notebook I always write my to-do list on and stuff you could hear it right here and I just flipped to this page and it guess what it says it has in a big box attunement and then we break that into pigs and I can even hear my student sharing this so pigs what does that mean when we talk about attunement perceive imperceive gratitude guidance and sharing pigs P-I-G-G-S. So just the fact that this, I was flipping through looking for something and then smack dab, there was the information I was looking for in my own handwriting a few weeks ago. So it seemed like a sign to, um, to share this. So attunement is really about connecting. And again, we can, um, take this to our entire practice of living But when we start out as a student, we often want to really know everything and really get in there and get it fancy, right? But to be fancy, you have to learn the basics first. And one of the best ways to do this, let's say if I wanted to learn more about bay laurel, it's you could sit in a tune with it. You could do this with the essential oil. We often do this by making a really simple tea. So maybe I take a, a one or two bay laurel leaves 
and simmer them ever so gently for maybe 10 minutes, make a nice strong tea, and then I'd sit with it and I'd smell it. Maybe I'd look at a leaf and I'd touch it and I'd notice it. I'd smell the leaf. I'd notice and I'd be with it and I'd be open and I'll try to shut that executive, you know, the cerebral, cerebral cortex down and feel. And that is one of the ways, before I knew about attunement, officially calling it this, that's how I learned to really connect with an essential oil, to sit and smell or sit with the plant and be, or maybe you're harvesting the plant. And it's like with cooking, right? When you're there with it and you notice the texture and the flavor and how are you feeling and the atmosphere, and you're just open and you're in the, quote, zone, and you're open, this open vessel, you get so much information that comes to you. And then maybe you're not getting all of it, but you just, you know, shutting off that mind and sitting and being and receiving, like, a, again, a vessel, a receptacle is really powerful. Now, to go back to that eager student mentality, which I am still guilty of, I'm, I will be a forever student of these plants and, and the earth, it's really best, right, to work with a single note, a single botanical. And when I was just jotting a few notes down for this, pun intended, this brought me to the expression I remember hearing and loving, and uh, I always come back to it. We only have one attention. And if we want to really focus in on something, this is why we all focus on like a prayer or a mantra or the breath, right? Or a single note, a single botanical. There's enough information in that. There's a lot one plant has to share with us. You know, I was thinking about it, why not just take oregano and try to make five recipes from that? I'm sure we can get really creative, right? But when we have that one attention, that one note, that focus, we can have that discernment and clarity. So this goes into these um, notes of perceiving, imperceived gratitude, guidance, and sharing. So let's, you know, just a few, let's chew on that for a bit. So perceiving, if I can sit with that cup of bay laurel tea, or maybe you make a rose tea, whatever you're curious about, whatever you really want to connect with, and why not food, right? Why not something that you could really experience in those different ways? And when I say food, of course, I'm including the herbs and spices, things we can ingest that are safe for us to ingest. And we will perceive how. When you think about what you do, when you, we, what we all do, our five senses. So we just, maybe we touch, we of course smell, we taste, and we see. And hearing could be interesting. So what does, if you like crush up a bay leaf, what does that sound like? If you can go meet the actual plant even better so you can see what it looks like, get to know it. And you can start with those, you know, the gross, you know, like the gross body, the, the really physical things. And then when we also start to drink the tea, this is the fun part, or really smell the essential oil, what's happening to you inside you? When you're sipping the tea or maybe the um, chewing the herb, what happens to your salivary glands? What happens to your breathing? Notice what's your, where's your mind going? Is your heart rate changing? You know, does something happen? Do you start to feel warmer or cooler? And there's these things we can tune into 
that that's information from the herb, the herb interacting with our body, with our mind, with our whole being. Now, the second part is the imperceptible, our intuition, when we really shut up that, I know this, what's that? And just be quiet, right? And, and have that open kind of, when I think about that open focus, it's not like a eagle eye, it's your focus, but you have a peripheral vision too. So you're, you're kind of at a hum and you're there and you're again, that vessel and you're open. And the intuition thing, it took me a while and now, now I get it, but you're there, you're with it and you get messages. So again, that could be like suddenly you feel a way or you see something in your mind's eye and you're taken someplace. That's information. And you pay attention. You maybe take down notes and don't attach and you keep going and just seeing what's happening next. But that intuitive part, it take for me, I mean, I know it takes practice, but we can get there. And the more we practice, of course, uh, the, the more interesting it becomes. The third point of pigs of attunement is gratitude. So, so much to be said for that, right? So much is, um, we often think of gratitude for being alive, gratitude for the life of the plant. You know, when we're working with that plant, it's dead. We pulled it, we plucked it. <laughs> you know, so just being grateful for the ability to have the plant in your life, the ability to cook with the food, maybe you're making food for yourself and others. Um, volunteering at St. George's, I think it's really lovely. You try to make the best soups. You know, and try not, we don't have tons of money, but just making something with integrity and caring about the ingredients and, you know, everything's done by hand and really being present. I mean, that's part of it. And I, I mean, I feel like that's trite, like that's like, that's trite. I feel like these things are always oversaid, and some of you know me and my personality, but like it's being present in that way is very important. And again, to go back to that saying, you only have one attention, says a lot. As a side note, I remember um, after I quit my corporate job, I was pretty lost, and I remember having multiple accidents with knives and I looking back after a while it hit me like why that was happening is because I was kind of depressed a little like mm, scattered and I wasn't paying full attention when I was using those knives I mean if you want to learn how to pay attention use a mandolin slicer or knives you will you have to be present um very present so yes having that gratitude for life for food for nourishment for sharing with others being able to share that plant with others i think is really really wonderful and as a sidebar thanks for listening because i'm just you know i don't really make notes when i have these one-on-one -on -one podcasts it's just like hey guys this is what's on my mind um so it's kind of a train of thought thing here not kind of it is so attunement with pigs, perceive and perceive gratitude, guidance. So we're looking for guidance from the plant. So the further we've gone into this, we're perceiving, we're having the imperceptible with our intuition, our, our energetic conversation with that plant. And when we're smelling it, those molecules are becoming us. When we're drinking and tasting, those molecules are becoming us. We're integrating it. We have that gratitude and we ask for guidance from the plant. So again, back to that perception, what's it saying? What's happening? Did you feel like suddenly your gastric juices go, you know, like 
what are the messages? Did you notice your breathe again? Your breathing changed, got more expansive. Or I think ginger is interesting. Like ginger, because it's noticeable. If you sip on it, you might start to feel warmer. It brings heat to the periphery, and um, it's there's these note these messages from these chemicals of these wonderful plants, and specifically the um, secondary metabolites of the plants, the phytochemicals. So that guidance we want to tear, tap into. And when we attune, the last part is sharing. Now, you can think of that in many ways. So right now, we I'm sharing with you, and maybe you'll share this with other people. If you're doing this alone, you might, again, take notes and share with others. Or maybe your sharing is not even by communicating through word. Maybe it's through our cooking, right? We, we put something together after tuning in with some different plants, and we create a recipe and share. But one thing that's really exciting to do is if you can sit together with your family or some close friends or relative or whatever you like, and you sit around with that single note tea or what have you, and you silently get together and sip. And maybe after 10 minutes, you share what's happening. Because the more we share with each other, the more that knowledge is shared. And often the, the personalities and the qualities of the plants, when we all share, we're like, I felt that too, or this happened. You know, some this happened to me in class a lot, where we'd smell an oil for like five minutes, and then someone would say something, and someone would say something else, and they'd be like, oh, I got that too, but I didn't want to say that. So the more we share, the more we give permission actually to open up to other people, and that's something I have to remind myself because I could be pretty, you know, introverted and closed. But I've, I have learned the more we share, the more the conversation just keeps going, right? So let's continue this conversation with plants by tuning in some attunement. Um, so let me just re, just rephrase or not rephrase, repeat is the word I'm looking for, attunement. So we only have one attention. And if we want to focus in on learning about anything, but of course I'm focusing on plants and um, aromatic plants, they have a lot to say. Because <laughs> they're like, hi, you can smell me. Look, I'm, I'm here. Hello. You can't get away from me. Um, but we pay attention to these single notes, make a tea. Maybe you go to your spice cabinet and crush a handful of something and sit with it. Really get in there and um, be part of the process. Perceive and perceive using um, tapping into your intuition and the molecules of the plant, the energy, even better if you're with a live plant. Gratitude, guidance, and sharing, and put that together, and that's pigs. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, thank you for tuning in with me and uh, on a one to one, one on one, one to one episode of Essential Aromatica. So I bid you a fabulous January. The days are as they do. You just notice every day the sun's staying out just a little bit more. So even though, you know, I love the winter. How could you not? It's here. Um, but having that time, we're getting closer to the, to the plants. We'll be back soon. So have a fabulous January. Um, enjoy maybe playing around with some bay laurel, some oregano or oregano and some cumin. And um, 
until the next time we chat. So ciao for now and have a beautiful January. Take care.